The Money Show. Other people's money. Probably the biggest designer to come out of South Africa. We've had many great designers over many years, but certainly David Tlaile stands out as a very significant South African designer. He's had collections at Cape Town Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week, and other fashion weeks too, no doubt. How's the fashion industry going, David? We spoke last year, and I think times were quite tough in the fashion industry. Have they improved a bit? Yeah, I mean, um, well, first of all, good evening, Bruce. <laughs> Hello. Um, so much has happened in the, in the, I mean, since we last spoke. I mean, um, it's been like a beautiful, yet a roller coaster of, you know, events since the country has opened up and, uh, you know, getting to business as, you know, run business as normalcy. But, the, you know, the biggest thing that we are currently dealing with is that we're dealing with, with, uh, I mean, the past, you know, before we can move on and say we are being profitable, we are growing, we are doing this, we are still just mending um, all the cracks from the past, from the pandemic, and also before the pandemic. But, I mean, I, I'm not saying this in trying to be negative or anything else. There, there are things that are happening. Business is slowly coming back. People are becoming comfortable to spend money again. And... Um, we see that the, the, I think there's a light at the end of this tunnel because um, I think the last time I spoke to you, I, I did speak about how we managed to open stores yeah. um, nationwide. Yeah. And certainly we had to close one of them like in Cape Town because I mean, the market and also the industry is very different in Cape Town. And we found ourselves like still in Johannesburg, you know, like growing um, in terms of uh, our store in Merrill's Arch, our store in Riboville, um, in Waterfall and in Mendlin Shopping Center, and uh, <clears throat> slowly growing into the international market, or basically in the continent, whereby we are now supplying a store in, in Accra in Ghana, and we are supplying a store in Kigali, and slowly kind of, um, wanting to resuscitate our presence and our footprint actually in 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 um, in, in, um, in Nigeria and Lagos so there's a lot of things that I, I, we are doing right now but also it's a basically we like to say <clears throat> we are coming back to business but reigniting and re- reviving the relationships that we we had before the, the the pandemic before anything else happened we're having to make sure that we are getting back to the business of fashion. We're getting back into making sure that um, as a brand or not just as a brand, but as an industry, we take our rightful position. I mean, um, sad things has happened um, in our country. We've seen uh, major retailers, small retailers, small boutiques, small designers shutting down. That was really, really sad. Uh, but it is our responsibility right now as a current generation and also as businesses to say it is important that we keep that 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 fire burning. Yeah, and I mean, are you coming back bigger than you were before COVID in terms of your your physical presence? I get a sense that you are being massively expansionist in your in your view, which is which is exciting and 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 wonderful. Uh, I mean, Bruce, there's there's a lot that's happening. Uh, first of all, we um, first of all we are looking at our business model. Um, I think. We did touch on this before um, in in our previous interview that, you know, before we got into retail, we used to create these collections and hope that a buyer or someone will come and and purchase. And um, and now the the game has changed. Um, We create collections because we have five outlets to distribute to. And we are praying to God that we get more outlets locally and internationally. And beyond anything else is to say, we don't just want to become just a brand only in 
supplying or distributing in South Africa or in Africa. We want to tap into Europe, in America, in Asia, everywhere in the world, because we believe that as a brand, David Lale, it's time that we take our center stage or even, the, the, I mean, the work that we've been doing, I mean, like, Bruce, like next year, with the brand David Lale is turning 20. And um, we got to make sure by the time we get to 20, um, we have multiple channels of distribution. And, um, and also now we're doing like an understanding the business of fashion, not just like fabulous clothing, frills, feathers and everything else. Yes, those things, they're great. They're beautiful. But beyond them, there is a strong structure of business that we are busy building and making sure that, you know, we, we, we actually become one of uh, the brands like because we, we we look at we look at our journey um young some young designers and some yeah. aspiring young people still high school or even like still in primary or even tertiary they're like we want to be or want to be part of this industry because of the brands like David Clare. I was talking to mm. one of young designers the, the other day. She's like, my mom was asking me, uh, why must I, why, tell me of one or if businesses that you've seen flourish or even grow and to become like proper businesses in South Africa as a creative. And she was like, it's David Lale. And yeah. I was like, she was, you are the one that actually made me to go study fashion. And for me, that was a beautiful testimony. No, and absolutely. Our, and a huge, a huge responsibility then comes on your shoulders. Not, and it goes beyond um, the risk that you're taking, beyond the capital that you're having to invest, beyond the money you're having to borrow in order to expand. Um, and the people that you hire personally, you're inspiring a new generation of youngsters to get into South African fashion, which is a tough ask in many respects because South Africa is not you know, traditionally, we've isolated excellence in, in fashion, but it's not Milan. Yeah. It's, it's not an epicenter of global fashion. Yeah. I mean, you are right. Uh, it's a bigger responsibility because um, beyond inspiring, like you're saying, it comes with a responsibility of David, how do you sustain the business and how do you make sure that you keep going? You don't shut down, you don't let go, you don't give up, you don't, you don't like throw in the towel and to say, okay, fine, I'm filing for bankruptcy and it's over because of the hope, because of the inspiration that you've given to generations that are yet to come. And this young person that has decided, I'm going to study fashion because of you. So like you're saying, it's a major responsibility. Um, and over the years, I mean, we've done it all, Bruce, like we've gone through the bad, the, the ugly and the worst and the greatest of times. I mean, um, from bad press, bad debt, uh, business almost shutting, shutting down, business wanting to like, you know, like literally have to like just close the doors and say goodbye, it's over. Um, we have a major responsibility now and I'm not the one to give up now to say, okay, eight months before we turn 20 as a brand, David Lally, we're going to shut down. No, it's been hard. And I think, and I believe that all our struggles have kept us up till this far and God's grace have been like nothing beyond like, like literally amazing to saying, we have come this far, not because we are smart, not because we are great, not because we are better, but I know this for sure. Um, even other people ask me, David, how do you do it? Like, I don't know how I do it, but only purely God's grace. And also the passion, the drive, and beyond anything, uh, and I always refer to this, 
my spiritual life and relationship with God has brought me until this far because without faith, I don't believe I'll be here. And, also, and, and no doubt, and, and no doubt teams of people and professionals around you. I mean, you know, you can have as much faith as you like, but if you don't have a decent accountant, yeah. you're dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like, and I mean, like we, we always say, I mean, I always say to my team, there is no me without my team and those, there's no team without me. So everybody that has come, like started with me from 2003 um, to this day, people that have come and gone, everything that we have right now as a brand, David Lally, is all due to people that I've worked with. Um, the people that have started with us as interns and now are em employed with us on a full-time basis, and we keep employing the, the young designers, even the, the young designers that we've trained, we've trained as, as, as interns today, they're running in their own, like literally businesses. It's like really fantastic to see all these what, stories coming up. What is driving you at this stage of your career? Because you could have carried on the way you were, and you were—I'm sure you were making a very comfortable living, and you were doing the artistic, the fun stuff, the stuff you love, the design. <laughs> uh, and now, and now you bring stress into your life. You bring a level of stress which is completely different to the stress of the runway, the stress of the models, the stress of, um, you know, getting the contracts. You're actually now. You know, it's a fundamentally different proposition embarking on the journey that you've embarked on now. Why do this yeah. to yourself at this stage of your evolution? What, what's been the big motivator? I think the biggest motivator, uh, uh, Bruce, is that we, we want to be a game changer. We want to be uh, part of the legacy that builds South Africa to say, you know, you look at 27 years or 25 years ago, fashion was not in this level where it is. And I want to be one of those people uh, I mean, we have great brands that are coming through and it's like really phenomenal. But I want to be part of those people that have shaped the, the face of fashion uh, in South Africa, in the continent and globally. Uh, and what really drives me is to say, uh, you know, when I was in high school, when teachers used to ask me, what do I want to be? I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be an accountant. I wanted to do the basic things until I found myself when I was studying auditing. I was like, no, 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 actually, this is not me. I'm a creative. I was born and actually I was chosen to be a, a creative. And, um, and my biggest drive is to say, it, my narrative should be different from, from my parents, from my grandparents, and also my great-great-parents, and also live a legacy that says the house of David Lally has created opportunity and made sure that other young people, no matter of race, no matter of color, no matter of our gender or anything else, the house of David Lally has inspired me to become a creative and become a phenomenal designer in this, in this continent. Fabulous discussion with David Tiley mentioning parents and grandparents and great-grandparents. We're going to talk a little bit about them, the legacy of money and the life of David Tiley and what drives him from a money perspective. More in a moment. The Money Show. Other people's money. You talked, David Tiley, about leaving a legacy and uh, having a legacy to leave behind and, um, and, and you want to be remembered and you want to leave opportunity behind and have created opportunity. What was the, the sort of money legacy that you came from that drives you in this way? Um, you know, Bruce, um, my upbringing was very different and some of the young people sometimes they think, um, oh, David Tiley is such a cheese boy. He comes from a very wealthy family. Um, I come from a very, I'm going to say it like it is, I come from a very poor family, um, whereby <clears throat> my mom was a domestic worker and um, my father was absent, non-existent. 
and uh, I've had to learn um, how to save money, how to borrow money, and how to actually make the money that I borrow actually uh, become profitable for me. And um, people may think that over the 20 years, I've done this all by myself. No, I've had friends, I've got family members, I've got other people that have lended me money to make sure that I am able to continue with my business. And um, in terms of family or anything, inheritance, I am one of those that come from a generation whereby in my business, I'm the very first um, business person to even start a proper business that is lucrative, that even employs the number of people that we employ today and have outlets that we do. So um, <clears throat> in terms of do I come from a, a very wealthy family or I come from getting some inheritance, I don't. Um, am I... Am I sad or anything? I'm not. I'm, I'm grateful that I come from that background because I am who I am because of my learnings, because of my background and how I was raised and learning to respect the power of money and understanding what money can do for, for you as a, as, as a young person. And um, <clears throat> later in the in my journey, I, I mean, I, I partnered, I, I, I worked with NEF, uh, the National Empowerment Fund, that has assisted us to, to, to get some uh, machinery and equipment and, and stuff like that. And where we are right now, we are rewriting the, our business model or even our business plan as a business because now we understand who we are. Yeah. We understand our target market. We understand the LSMs that we actually service. We understand our vision as a brand, David Lally. So money in, 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 in my journey or even my, in, in, in my family line, bloodline, is, is a new thing. And uh, it's something that I want to work on um, and become a much better business person more than yeah. anything else. Beyond being a creative, beyond being an, a visionary, um, money is, is what really makes our world go, uh, actually go around and, and make, sure us, make sure that we do grow as a business. And um, <clears throat> many lessons that I've learned Many quick, things a, a, a couple of quick questions, if I may, because I, I need to get a couple of quick fire answers in. Do you spend money on, <laughs> other, on, on other people's brands? I mean, do you have a favorite designer that you choose to wear or do you spread it out? Or do you go um, to Ackerman's and, and buy your outfits? I don't think you do. But and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what do you what do you prefer? I, I buy elements of, of brands. I'm not much of a shopper. I prefer to make my own clothes. I wear 95% mm -hmm. of my own brand. Um, I would support the likes of Naked Ape, uh, Sheldon Kopman. Um, I would support a young designer. I've got a young designer, Sydney, who is interning with me. I mean, he made me a beautiful top. I'll buy that. Something that's really beautiful. And as long as it's black and it's beautifully made, I'll buy it. Um, I, I, I spend a bit in shoes and glasses and bags. Am I, am I a big uh, brand supporter? No, I don't buy uh, these um, big brands and stuff like that unless something really, really is amazing. And then when, when you look at it, I mean, when you look at the way in which you manage money outside of your business in terms of thinking about the long-term future, are you an investor? Are you a saver? You somebody puts away money for a rainy day or do you put it all into sharp scissors and fabric? Um, I mean, I, I believe right now where, where we are, um, in also personally or even as a business, every money that I make, I invest it in my business uh, because I believe the investment that I'm putting right now into the business 
will give me results in the near future. And um, am I a big spender? No, I'm not a big spender, but I spend a lot in fabric, expensive fabrics, expensive uh, embellishments, and making sure that the business, David Lally, um, thrives and grows, and making sure that we keep on employing and keep um, uh, em employing people, and also establishing the business locally, because I know that this that we are doing right now is very important for me. If there's any other investment that I'm doing, it's nothing but the house of David Lally. And you're the walking billboard, of course. You are the image of the business and the brand. Uh, David, <laughs> David Lally, thank you so much for chatting to us this evening. Lovely catching up again. I'm glad it's going well. Sorry Cape Town didn't work out, but uh, the rest of the business seems to be flying and expansion into Accra, into Kigali, and also a re-emergence in Lagos as well. David Lally, fashion designer, business owner, business individual, entrepreneur in fashion. David Lally.